recording? Yeah. Are we recording? Yeah, we are recording. Are we? Are we? You got to look at the microphone. We, you can't like do it. Um, no, I got to look at our audio levels. No, you can't do the mic test what and not gonna, look at the mic. What am I going to do? Look at you? Oh, oh wait! Hey, everybody! Welcome <laughs> to Spiritual Successor. Those man, AJ, I gotta, I, I gotta break it to you. Our audio levels look a little. Yeah, bit, this looks horrible. Look actually. a little. Like let's gain. Let's turn down the gain just a little bit. Let's turn down the gain a little bit. Testing one, two, and three. Testing one, two, and three. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spiritual Successor. Uh, you may notice a slight dip in... Quality. Quality? Um, I'm hoping not too bad of a dip no, in quality, no. but it's it's going to be there. No. It's going to be a bad dip. So, uh, we have a special little E3 surprise. For the first time in... What's it been, AJ? A year and a half, at least. It's for, been at least 15 months. For, for the first time in 15 months, I get to look into AJ's beautiful green eyes while we fucking record the podcast? We're in person again? <laughs> Holy <laughs> fucking shit, what? This feels so good. It Dude. also feels really bizarre, though. Like, I've yeah. gotten used to being able to look at anything I want in my room. I'm able to look at, like, horny fate pictures while... Yeah. I wasn't I'm, supposed to say that, huh? No, you weren't. But I am allowed to do that. I can do whatever I want when we record the podcast normally. Now that you're uh, here, I do have to look at you. Yeah. Is, which it, is, is it inspirational? Is it good? Is it fun? Is it nice? Mm-hmm. Hey, that was my phone. Sorry. Sorry. Shit! We are on a worse microphone today because yeah. we needed to jump back to the Yeti to make room for us recording on one microphone because Blake didn't bring any of his mic stuff because he had to come down to Oregon on a very short notice. <laughs> But we're here. We're recording in person for the first time, and it feels really good. Blake came down Mm -hmm. to Oregon for a fun little surprise birthday. It wasn't a surprise birthday. Blake came down for a party with one of our friends, and it was just a blast having a bunch of people in town. Dude, for like, after like this whole time of COVID, it was so nice to just like, like all these people I met digitally, like online, just playing games, playing Amogus, playing freaking Dead by Daylight. And now I like got to physically meet all of those people and got heavily intoxicated with all of those people and then just slept in a big old fucking pile and just, oh, it's so good. It's so good. But you know what? AJ, it's E3 week. It is E3 week. And we do have a couple press conferences from E3 that we still need to talk about. Which ones did you want to focus on? Because I only remember Capcom and Nintendo. So I I did watch a little bit of the Nintendo thing. And I got to say, not surprised. Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 is going on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my favorite fucked up part about that, they announced they've like up to 50% off on all of our hit ti- on a lot of our hit titles. Um, fucking like Breath of the Wild, they got like $10 off. <laughs> I'm like, fuck you, Nintendo. You're pieces of shit. Big but, deals, baby. 10 bucks off. But we did get fucking a new Mario Party's coming out that has like a bunch of the Nintendo 64 levels yes. on it. Yes. Yes. Bringing back those old school mini so games. Fucking excited. And also. Um, all of Danganronpa is finally coming to the Switch, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. awesome, great. I love that. Um, I did spend sixty dollars for an import so I could play it on my <laughs> on my PS Vita, and honestly, my PS Vita is completely useless now. What am I gonna play? Persona Four Golden? Uh, you could play Ratchet and Clank. Can you play Ratchet and Clank on a PS Vita? I'm sure there's a PS Vita Ratchet and Clank game. I don't mm. know if it's any good, but it's out there. There's like a you PS- could also. I'm sure there's like a bunch of horny visual novels for you to play. Fuck. I'm sure that time. I heard a rumor that people that work at GameStop, if you can ask them about PS Vitas, they'll tell you that they were just little portable porn machines. Like they were really? just loaded up with really? pornography. Yeah. I don't. I. I it, not that I searched for it, but like on the store, like I couldn't, I didn't see anything. I saw like Sakura, but you like just, you could find Sakura. Are you just Sakura. not looking? You maybe? can find Sakura on the Switch. Like, <laughs> why play it on a Vita when you can play it on a Switch? You know. Then you get the touch screen. You know, weird question. Are all Sakura games horny? Probably. You mean like Sakura Trick and yeah. nope, so- not Sakura Trick, Sakura. <laughs> Like, so- like, there's the fighting Sakura games. There's the visual like, Sakura Wars. Sakura Wars. Like, I, I. I have only ever known that as like, is that like as like a semi horny game, but like not. I think it's a horny game franchise. It, I think it's it just a horny, horny visual novel horny game franchise. Visual? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Interesting. Okay. The other incredible big news that we got to see out of the Nintendo screener was that we got a new Wario game on the way, baby. Oh shit! We do have another WarioWare game on the way. Oh, I'm so excited. Do you think it's going to take like a lot of the classic games? Because that feel no, like that's going to be brand doing. new games built from mm. the ground up. Because they can all be two player. How is that different from like a Mario Party? It's Wario. 
What do you mean, how is it different? It's Wario. I don't, I don't know. Like, and I'm it has gonna... all of Wario's cool friends, like the dude with the onion head, and the dude with the long sideways head that looks like Stewie Griffin, and the dude with the cool yellow helmet, and the chick with the pink hair, and the chick with the purple hair. Oh my god, I was just about to mention those two. I was like, weren't there like two girls from WarioWare, and I may or may not have had a crush on them? I mean this in the nicest way possible. WarioWare's cast of characters is just a bunch of Jet Set Radio rejects. <laughs> and I mean this You're in the right. most endearing way humanly imaginable i love that about them (laughs) the the other big press conference we got to see was capcom who came out and said check this out the pvp version the pvp game that you got with resident evil 8 that nobody's gonna play still on the way it's not ready yet wait there's gonna be a pvp yeah yeah there's a pvp game not aspect of resident evil 8 but a pvp game that you will get because you own resi 8 Okay, so you know how like it's a separate game. It's a separate game. It's like a standalone game, but oh. you got it because you bought Why Resident Evil Eight. They did the same thing with um with Resi Two remakes, with Resi Two and then there's remake, like, and then there's they did multiplayer. Yeah, yeah. So Resi, oh no, it was Resi Three. Resi Three. When Resi Three dropped, they also dropped a four v one asymmetrical zombie oh, game. Okay, that I get. Them. You got yeah. that game. Attached to Resident gonna, Evil 3. And now they're going to do like a combat, like PvP Yes, game? some people play as monsters, some people play as humans. Oh, okay. I thought... Okay, or I think okay, it's okay. I think it's all humans, and then if you get like a kill count or something, you get to transform into a big spooky monster, and okay. then you run around. Strange, because I thought it was going to be along the lines of like... It was like... It, PV like player versus like uh, people versus people. It is. I was just like it is people versus no, people. No, 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 I will no, no, play no. as Chris Redfield. You will play as Leon Kennedy. I will shoot you four times and then I will digivolve into. <laughs> I will digivolve into digivolve into Mr. X. Yeah, and then I get to run around the map as Mr. X and kill as many people as I can. This is the thing, and it is it is not out yet, but it will be out soon. <laughs> and if you own Resi Eight, you get it to have it for free. Does it? Isn't Mr. X the one that is constantly like evolving into a bigger and bigger monster? No, Mr. X is the one with the fun hat. The one you're thinking of that... Uh, is, that is that Nemesis? The, the one that you're thinking of that like started off as just a big scary guy and then had a rocket launcher attached to his arm and then had like a laser in his face. Then he became... Did, that's that is Nemesis. Just, that is yeah. just digi-evolving, huh? Nemesis just does con- digi-evolve through games. Yes, that's true. <laughs> Unless he died and you and I are imagining like... Because I feel like he was in multiple games because he was in mm. Resi 6 because uh, Wesker, Wesker's son was able to box him. Do, was that not Nemesis? Like, do I look like I, I... I don't know anything about Resident Evil past 5. And like I feel like five is like five is like a weird cutoff point because everything past that it became like actually no because Re- Resident Evil just Seven six. and Resident Evil Biohazard yeah. are like went back to the the OG stuff where it's like mm, person in a locked off situation surviving yeah um but six was like a character action game where people were blowing up shit six Le- fucking <laughs> rules like <laughs> like Leon F Kennedy crashes not one not two but three helicopters over the course of the game and survives all of them and, somehow and only that's only one third of the game. Because there's two other characters that have to go on their own wicked adventures. Does each chapter with Leon F. Kennedy just end with him crashing a helicopter? Yeah, of course. Because that's the pr- that's actually pretty fucking oh, pretty over the top and awesome. <laughs> Dude, Resi Six shit. is so over the top. But Capcom, uh-huh. they talked about Resi. Yeah. They talked about Marvel, or they talked about Monster Hunter, and then they left. Oh, that's right, Monster Hunter stories. Wasn't like the wasn't it like incredibly overwhel- underwhelming? I did not like the original Monster Hunter stories because uh-huh. it was just like a rock, paper, scissors RPG. That doesn't sound very fun. But mm-hmm. this new one looks like it could have a little bit more game mechanics to it. They have a demo that drops in a week and a half that I'm going to be hopping How, into. What do you do like Monster Hunter? Okay, so Monster Hunter it's, stories It's is like Pokemon. Based. It's it's po- it's turn-based game where you get oh, to, you kidnap monster, okay. hu- monster eggs, you take them back to your home, you hatch it, the, the lizard looks at you, thinks you're its mom, you call it a monster you give it a nickname and you ride around on it and you take it into war cute adorable um also kind of fucked up it is kind of weird that you do (laughs) kidnap the eggs and then raise it as your own well i mean like let's look at it this way like the (laughs) i guess that's what we do with all pets though i mean like in monster hunter you're literally killing animals and taking their skin and wearing it as kidnapping them is better you do still kill skin them and kill them and wear them as pants but also you have a baby with you that's your cool friend All right, that's fucked up. All right, so is there was there any other E3 news that was like no memes this year, no fucking like 
I, I didn't see anything that it's was like because everything was like probably like ironed out, right? And like if they wanted to make a funny meme, they would have had to like plan ahead, right? And you can't like just plant like plant it. Yeah, and you can't fucking plant stuff like my body is ready or you're amazing. Like plants like that don't work. Yeah, I'm wondering if there was like do you think there was like some studio heads or something leading the E3 event that was like very vocal to those people of like, hey, don't pull that shit. Someone at E3 was like, how's it going? I'm the no fun police. Yeah. Well, I don't want to see any funny business. No jokes. No japes. I don't know. Like, no look, chuckles. Look, I'm, I, here's, here's the thing. I'm thinking a lot of the people that run E3 or run like any sort of big business are older. So I'm wondering if the people that like those older people don't kind understand what a meme is. So they might assume that it's like, oh, somebody made a meme of it. So it automatically means we're being laughed at and our mm. thing and our thing is dumb. So I'm wondering if some old fart was like, uh, no, 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 no. We need to be Wait, business, business only. We do time. have a meme. What was the meme? Kazuya dropping things off of a cliff. Is that's that, the other oh, big... Oh, that's... Okay, that is... Well, okay, that is the other big piece of video game news that we need to announce is that Kazuya that. from Tekken is in Smash and we're all super excited because all of us mained Kazuya because all of us are the coolest, most handsome people in the rooms. What are you talking about? And we about? mained Kazuya because he fucking about? rules. God, no. No, 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 no. It reused all the way, man. Ryu or, or Ken? Ryu's not in Tekken! Te- Tekken versus Street Fighter, bro. If we're playing Tekken versus Street Fighter, I'm maining. No, no, no. If we're playing Tekken versus Street Fighter, I'm gonna fucking main Pac-Man. But we're not playing Tekken Wait, versus Pac-Man? Street Fighter. Pac-Man was in. Yeah, and Mega Man. Yeah, but they. Didn't, we don't they talk did. about that. We don't talk about that at all. Mega Man was not in that game. I don't know who the fuck that was. But that was not Mega Man. They did him dirty. Which is so. I I can get riled up about that. They, he Mega Man gave them fucking eight quality goddamn games, and they were like. Yeah, let's put them in our game, but we're gonna make them look like a fucking like we're gonna make them look like all grown up and like a loser. And I'm like, like, bro, you well, made you know, so much fucking money off that dude. Why you gotta be a dick? You know what that outfit was based off of, right? No, it's the cover art for Mega Man Two. Oh, that's right, because Mega yeah, the cover art on it was like that doesn't look like Mega. Man. Yeah, I believe I think it was Mega Man Two that has that guy. Yeah, you're right. I do remember that. It was actually it was either Mega Man One or Mega Man Two where they. Where they show it's I, just a dude, yeah. yeah it's, it's just, just like a guy. it's just a dude, like a yoke dude that doesn't look like a kid, yeah. Which is so funny because in every game they kind of elaborate that Mega Man is like a fourteen-year-old boyo. I think that Mega Man, even if he was a full-grown man, he would still look boyish. I feel like, like <laughs> he look, he looks like he's got ba- Tom Holland. He looks disease. like Baki from fucking Baki Grappler. Yeah, Baki from Baki. <laughs> I think that no matter what happens, I think Mega Man would, or Mega, yeah, Mega Man has like a Tom Holland shape. There's no, no thing in my brain that doesn't do, speak, think that. Speak He's of just Tom got Holland, baby face forever. Tom Holland and video games. How do you feel about him being Nathan Drake in the new, in the Uncharted stuff? We're never going to get that movie, but if we ever do, I'm sure it'll what be fine. Mean, we're never going to get that movie. Because like, hasn't that movie been in like development hell for like a decade? I mean, it's been in development hell, but they have, like, set pictures, so that leads me to believe that they're filming. No, nope. I'm going to say it. They're going to redo the director two more times before we see it. I know. I feel like this movie was announced, and uh, Tom Holland was locked for that when he was, like, 16, so, I mean, and now he's, yeah. like, 32. Bro, this happened, the, this was, like, announced last year. No, but it was announced way before no, last year. No, no. The announcement, like, the, Im- the set images were, like, last year. Okay. Set so, images last year, I'll give you. Yeah. But the movie's been in development for a oh, long time. Oh, yeah, I mean, time. ever since the first one took off and, like, their whole PlayStation's whole ad campaign was, like, where it was, like, the, the, the couple sitting on the couch and it's like, oh, when are we going to finish watching that movie? Like, it's so cinematic. Yeah. Which, in hindsight, is, like, that's kind of bad for a game. Because, like, It that depends means- on who you ask because you and I might think that, but if you ask... Hold on. Like a visual Joke novelist. pending. Joke pending. Uh-huh. But who's the guy that made Last of Us? If you ask, uh, who's the not, guy that made? If you ask Last the guy from Naughty Dog, there you go. Yeah, the Naughty Dog man. I, it's something like I believe it's like Alexander something. Anyway, if you ask that guy whether or not video games should be movies, he'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, they should be." <laughs> Why don't you make a movie? Because I don't wanna. Not enough control. Anyway, Blake Ray, this isn't what we do. We don't sit around and make judgments on video game directors. We make judgments on uh, video game design. We do make judgments on video game design. We don't talk about E3 normally. That's a little bit of a special. A little bit of a a thing. A little bit of a thing. All right, so. What we do here is we take horrible video game ideas from our lovely audience from all over the internet, and we turn those into the next AAA titles. 
I'm your host, AJ Hart. And I'm your other host, Blake Ray. This is a little bit late to do that intro, but we're going to go right into it. This one comes to us on Twitter from McBuzzer, at McBuzzer. Exercising Exorcist. Burn those calories as you send those demons to burn in hell. So... This is part two to our panel, and I know we're not Nintendo, but we are launching um, some games for the Nintendo peripherals. AJ, Ring Fit Adventure's dead. Nobody plays Ring Fit Adventure anymore. Everybody got on that. Everybody got on that train at the beginning of COVID and beginning of quarantine. Yeah, that was like, that was they, 15 they, months they, ago. We all sold out. We've yeah. all played enough Ring Fit Adventure yeah. that we're all super buff and super jacked, and we've outgrown Ring Fit Adventure. We need something harder. See, and that and that tells me because like I don't know if you keep up with this, but there's actually people that dedicate their channel to modding the Ring Fit Adventure so it could play other games. And there's this one streamer who did all of the Dark Souls games with the Ring Fit Adventure. That rules. And, and it was great because anytime he squats he takes a shot of Estus Flask. So like, and just like watching his streams the dude's fucking sweaty. So I'm picturing if we can come up with... is Has there ever been a horror exercise game? So like when you and I play Phasmophobia mm-hmm. and you're fucking scared shitless, you run out of. I've the house. never been scared in Phasmophobia. N- bullshit. Mm-mm, I'm the, brave, bro. I once went to a fucking haunted house with you and you had to hold onto the back of my jacket like <laughs> a li- like a little brother because you were so fucking scared. Okay, haunted houses are different. <laughs> when, uh, what do you think Phasmophobia <laughs> is? It's haunted houses. Never been scared of video. Uh, could you imagine being afraid of a video game? Cringe. The second I'm in a real environment where I could be stricken with an axe, no, I'm out. Fuck that. I'm dodging and weaving. I'm hiding behind my homies. They're going to get hit with the axe first. So I'm wondering if... So going off of that energy, because obviously when you run out of phasmophobia, that you run out of the house when you're scared. Yeah. If you had to physically do that, like if you like when you want to run, you actually had to run yeah, you this have... Frankfurt adventure. Uh-huh. So I'm wondering... Okay, so we have to exercise demons. What that leads me to believe... Is... We're exercising the exorcists. Yes. Yeah. Exercising the exorcists? Yeah, we're getting the exorcists super yoked and ready so that they can go hunt down. Oh, so... Unless you want to be really buff and strong and powerful exorcists that can kill ghosts with our bare I was, hands. I was thinking it was like, it, it. this feels like a world like Blue Exorcist where it's like a school dedicated... Please, 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 Blue Exorcist. Who calls it that? Me. D- that's nobody! And, and, and more importantly, now you. Blexorcist. Okay, so when you know in Blue Exorcist, the whole concept, uh, one more time. No, the whole concept of that is is you are you are the main character is part demon. But we're going to leave that part out. Um, he goes he goes to exercising he, school he where he learns to ex- how to use cool magic to kill ex to kill ghosts to kill demons. So I'm wondering if this could be something like that, mm-hmm. where you're going to some sort of you are part of this organization or like you are in this school okay. and you have to do all of the lessons are exercise based yes, obviously yes, yes. so you do a lesson and then you go do field training mm-hmm. so it's like you have your you have your like your professor snape it's just snape who is very old but still like one yeah. just fucking jacked out of his mind and <laughs> now would this game take the <laughs> see i'm immediately envis- uh. envisioning something akin to Fire Emblem Three Houses. There was there was two cycles of the game. There was fun mm. schoolwork, and then there was action stuff mm. where you were playing the strategy game. Are you proposing a game where you can you go in, you spend your time at the school, uh-huh. working out, grinding, doing all of your fun little ring fit adventure exercises? Yeah, me and, and then out with you go slice of lifey shit, and then and then you go to exercise things. Uh-huh. So it is part ring fit adventure, uh-huh. part. School simulator, uh-huh. part phasmophobia, but you have to punch and kick. Do you remember? God, actually, this is gonna fucking date me. What, what ninja game was it that you could? It was it was a Naruto game, but like as the game went on, you can take on harder and harder missions, like Shinobi missions. Was it the one where he had a sword? I don't remember. I remember playing some Naruto game, but it was like. As you trained and stuff, or as you did lower level missions, you had access to higher level missions. Yeah, so there so, was like one action adventure. There were a couple action adventure Naruto mm-hmm. games. There was one that was really dope. I want to say it was called Path to Shinobi. I think that might be the one. I and then there's one where he has a sword, and I don't remember the name of that. It one. It wasn't the sword. I think it was Path to, to Shinobi because I remember playing as Naruto and then like getting all the cool fucking combo stuff and like shadow clones. Player two got to play as guest characters. Oh, that's so fucking cool. So, but what I'm what I'm suggesting here is is you have to do this sort of. 
maybe this is like a combination of phasmophobia and like a persona game. So you have your character who is going to this exercising school, which actually might be pretty in like this. This like feels very fire forcey soul eater kind of energy here. So you have to go to the school and you can choose what classes to go to. Just like in Persona, be like, hey, do you want to study right now? And you can increase your intelligence level, and that gives you access to different things down the line. Okay. So, and, and that's a really common thing with visual novels. Like, you, you can choose, like, oh, do you want to go hang out with this person, or do you want to stay here study? Um, and then, obviously, that can affect different endings or different access to abilities or whatever. Um, and then, during the day, that's what you're doing. And then, at the end of the day, you're sent on some mission by the school. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, that way you, you have this little list of things like, all right, we're going to put you on a bunch of like deranked ghost hunting stuff or exercising things. You got to go there and then it becomes like this phasmophobia game where you actually like use what you learned that day or maybe, um, you want phasmophobia with motion controls, right? I want phasmophobia with motion controls and, and Joy-Con little... jog controls <laughs> yeah. you have to, because you have to jog everywhere that mm-hmm. you want to go to. Mm-hmm. I'm mm-hmm. very interested. Let's put a pin in this because okay. I feel like if we we understand that the B side is mostly just phasmophobia except with yeah. Joy-Con controls, mm-hmm. it sounds like the game to work out is on the school we'll, side. We'll need to, yeah. Well, let's I'm... put a pin in it and we'll double okay. back. Okay, okay, okay. So I do think maybe. There's... I, I, I feel very strongly about that one. Might I propose a game from Mop, probably Callum Philpot, mm-hmm. at Marvelous Mop. An Ace Attorney Jackbox party game where you have to come up with defenses for your client, no matter how bad the evidence seems. Things like made a post-it note with clean murder house <laughs> on it and covered in the victim's blood. Now, he, I'm, I am interested in th- mm-hmm. most of this submission. Mm-hmm. The thing I'm really interested in, though, and the part of the, what where I love Jackbox the most is when it becomes more personal than it does uh, than the game prompts. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And what I do want to propose is the idea of a Jackbox game where you must hold court in defense of your friends, mm-hmm. but somebody gets to submit an actual accusation on your friend so you go in and you say Mm. blake raya you are on trial for sleeping in jeans (laughs) the defense the defense will be me Uh uh-huh the prosecution will be our friend andrew Uh uh-huh and our judge will be our friend lucy and we have to actually sit there and, you know, my cousin Vinny our way through this. As we decide, maybe my cousin Vinny is a bad thing because how familiar are you with the hit MTV show Guy Court? Guy, that sounds like not fun. It was the sequel to the hit MTV show Guy Code where they Ugh. brought in a bunch of comedians to talk about machismo things like Ugh. how's it going we're dudes dudes and here's our bar tips and it sucked shit until one guy walked in and he said how's it going I'm a big buff man and I like fruity drinks and I was like cool that's nice uh-huh. and then he was like when I go to bars I have my girlfriend order the tasty stuff and I order a beer and then we swap and I'm like shit dog just <laughs> order the tasty thing <laughs> Just order the good one. That's just your best you to be so so fragile you couldn't enjoy a fucking delicious Mai Tai or pina colada. Mm. Anyway, after, after, <laughs> after the show Guy Code, uh-huh. we would then go to Guy Court where people would be put on trial for things. Um, so are you saying we lean hardcore into all of the prompts are fucking just... Actually, the he, prompts are submitted. When Andrew, yeah. the prosecution... Mm-hmm. Andrew was told, you are prosecution. And Andrew wrote in, here's my target. Uh-huh. Here's what I'm blasting them for. Uh-huh. And then we op- we hold court. Uh-huh. I I have to defend you, my defendant. See, there has to be... I I think this game... I, I like where that starts. So it's like you you have this group of friends. Like, let's say there's four people on the couch or five people on the couch playing this game. And then so, the rest of the people that aren't selected, they're, are they're, they're, the, the, they're jury. the jury. They're so the that ju- we have our Jackbox system. They're the jury, but I want to throw another I want to throw another thing at you. So after the opening argument, it goes to a little break. Everybody who's in the jury can draw up their own evidence or their own like things to add on to the joke. So it'll be like, cause yes. like, cause everybody like, even though it doesn't work this way in real court, um, cause I guess it's illegal to present evidence mid, yes. mid conversation. But we can. But I, like, yes. yeah. So it's like, there's like and in every fucking courtroom movie, it's like, I found one piece of defining evidence. That's going to shift the tide here. And then like you, so the people in the jury can present evidence I and think- then the, then the defense or the, uh, prosecutor can use that to, 
add shit that they can do for. I've, I think here's how it works a little bit better. Rather than the jury present the evidence, because I feel like they could skew the way that the game goes, mm-hmm. the defense and the prosecution each get to submit evidence. Mm-hmm. The jury can then decide whether or not this is falsified evidence, <laughs> right? So, like, the prosecution might, like, submit, like, we know you sleep in jeans. You really guys just, like, just put me out. What would you prefer to be blasted for, Blake Rea? Uh, all right, that's a pretty good one. Yeah, I, you know, look, 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 look. I can get in the bag and like drop something worse. Every, everything else is a little bit like. What do you want to get blasted? Blake Rea likes horny things on Twitter too much. Like we can do that one. I mean, everybody knows that one already. Was, <laughs> I mean, there's no defending uh, defending that one. Okay, so Blake, I like sleeping in in, in jeans. Mm-hmm. So that is the core. What is what is going? <laughs> perhaps, perhaps it is. Perhaps the accusation is a statement, and then later on, the prosecution gets to submit the evidence. And like, pr- uh, prosecution's uh-huh. f- claim is Blake Reyes sleeps like a monster. Uh-huh. And then phase two, evidence. I would submit uh, as the prosecutor uh-huh. sleeps in jeans, and somebody would present as evidence. Um, what's a good sleeping habit? You got a pillow wrapped around. Like you hold onto a pillow when you sleep. That's mm. good sleeping habits. Mm. Mm. Nobody that sleeps while holding a pillow is a bad person. That's just the reality of it. So, okay. I The want- jury then gets to decide whether one of those pieces of evidence is true or false, like fake or real. Yeah, I, that becomes a little bit weird because the evidence is like I I'm, I don't necessarily know. The judge how- gets to decide whether or not the evidence stands. Yeah, I, how about this? I just want to throw another curveball at you. I'm wondering, because does Jackbox have, like, a dare game? Or, like, something that makes you have to do stuff and, in, in, like, deal with God, something? I hope not. So, I'm wondering if you could do a thing where, at the beginning of this, where you, you it is picked, like, hey, this is the thing you're going to be arguing about. Um, this is what the person's defending. And then this is what's on the line if you lose this court case. <gasps> you're proposing Jackbox with a punishment game. Jackbox with a punishment game. So, it'll be like, your thing is... Hey, this is where it can get really saucy pretty fast. Yeah, attack me. So, um, I'm on trial for what? No, you're, the... you're on. I'm. On, let's just keep with the pants thing. Keep it simple. Right. So, I'm well, on the, tr- the claim is that you sleep like a monster. You sleep with pants. It's the evidence I've supported. Yes. So, if I lose this case, I have to take off my pants for the rest of this Jackbox game. Now, See, that's where it gets saucy. Who gets to decide the punishment? Is that the judge? I think. The, I, I think the, the judge. I think, gets I, to I declare think either that. the judge or the uh, prosecutor. Because the prosecutor has something to fight for that they know they want. <laughs> so, and then your life is in the the hands of the judge. Because here's the thing: what does the defendant get? The defendant, does the, or does the defendant have to? Sh- do we do the Ace Attorney situation, mm-hmm. and the defendant suffers the same punishment as the prosecutor? Oh, as the defendant? yeah, it's uh for damages. You're sued for da- like that back well, sued for in, damages. In or whatever. Ace Attorney, the way uh-huh. it works is if somebody is found guilty, they are killed, and so is their defense attorney. Wait, that's the thing that happens. That's in Ace my Attorney? understanding. Yes. That's the thing that happens at Ace Attorney? Because they live in kangaroo court where they only get three days to run a court case. And I believe that if they're both found guilty, they both die. Anyway. What the And so what, I think, that, what I think we will do is if if it has been decided that Blake Rea, if found guilty, will have to remove their pants, your lawyer, your lawyer must also remove the pants. <laughs> Okay, so now it's a team-based thing? Where yes, it's, like you gotta, it's always team-based. I'm uh, your defense attorney, Blake. De- no, I would not want to have you as my defense attorney. <laughs> Rude. I, lo- I love Hurtful. AJ. AJ, I don't know, I don't know if you know the, the legal system all too well. Motherfucker, I watched Legally Blonde and My Cousin Vinny back-to-back. You are not going to find somebody <laughs> that knows more about the courtroom than me. You know, no, you know nobody who's more qualified than I. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, so, okay, okay, so we got a Jackbox game. All right, I think that's a game. Why don't you Let hit me, me with another I'm gonna, submission? I'm going to hit, hit you with another one. I'm going to hit you with another one. All right, this one comes to us on Reddit from Chromanti. Play as a malevolent artifact. Evil overlords want you. Archaeologists want to lock you away forever. Plucky bands of heroes want to toss you into a volcano and unmake you. Your job is to subtly, parentheses, and as you grow in power, not so subtly, manipulate those people and factions to achieve your true purpose. Immediately, I'm getting Plague Inc. vibes from this. So, this reminds me of a game called Yes, Your Grace. 
Oh, okay. So Yes, Your Grace is a game where you play as a king and the entire gameplay loop is just choices. Mm -hmm. You are the king. People will come to you with a concern or a problem and you will make a verdict on them. You know the opening scene? Well, not the opening opening scene, but one of the early scenes in the hit movie Emperor's New Groove. Yeah. When our good boy... Yeah, he's like stamping stuff or like rejecting people. Yeah, not that part, but he has the big throne he's supposed to sit on where people complain and say like, hey, I got no food. And he Mm -hmm. says, that sucks. I'm trying to disco over that here. That sucks. I, I got food. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's that as a mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do we okay. want to do pursue something like that for this? Isn't that just kind of a papers please thing? And also, pa- papers please is a little bit more chaotic. About like mm-hmm. you have all these things on your table that you have to manage. Yes, your grace really is just a option A, option B game, and you watch what happens to the kingdom as you continue to make choices. I I don't necessarily know. If I want to go that route, because how does a p what how does an artifact make those decisions with your thrall? Well, I I think it's more along the lines of you are an artifact that is subtly like it's like Colt Simulator. You ever play that game? Nope. Basically, the whole part of it is is just like a, it's a deck. It's just a deck game where you basically unlock like little things that help grow your cult, okay. and depending on how you build it, it, like dictates what gods you worship and all that other shit. So is this so, a deck building game? So that's what I was leaning towards. So it's like you can pick your artifact, which has like let's say um, <laughs> sword, scepter, crown. Those are the three artifacts. I'm wondering if you could do. If there's like different artifacts have different like rules to them of like, hey, any these line of artifacts are like the artifacts from Shaolin Showdown. So like one artifact instigates people fighting for them for control of them. Okay. Then another one is like very much like the Ark of the Covenant. It's just something that if anybody views it, the more people die. So your whole your whole goal is is trying to organize an event where the most amount of people see it and are people fighting for it or something like that. Well, I think what would be a little bit better is it's the idea if you have sword, then you have people will constantly be fighting over you as the thrall. Mm-hmm. If you take scepter, you have people constantly pursuing you. Mm-hmm. And that has its own mechanics about like, you know, drive the factions that exist will be attempting to build assets to come towards you mm-hmm. rather than just rushing at you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then we would have crown and i don't know what that third gameplay loop would look like Mm -hmm. i'll be honest blake yeah i've never played a deck building game i am outside of my breath what are you talking about you played magic the gathering that's a deck building yeah but that's different than like a slay the spire type game you know Mm -hmm. what i mean you should play arkham horror the card game it's like it's pretty cheap to get into you can buy like the base kit and a couple of things for like 30 bucks so too bad what are you imagining this game and then you you throw me out some ideas and i'll try to jump on i think it is just one of those things that you can play kind of maybe by yourself where it's like you kind of pick your artifact at the beginning and each artifact has like a different abilities that do whatever so like some some artifacts are really really good at getting a populace underneath you like maybe worshiping you thinking there's something about you as the artifact that's really special Mm -hmm. others are like anybody who sees it fights over it so it could be that you don't necessarily get a lot of people, but like anybody wielding you is very strong and can lead an army or command a certain group or something like that. Um, but my main issue here is you and I are talking about this game and it sounds very, indi- it's, it sounds very drama. Does it have stank on it? Does no. it have something that is weird? No. Nope. Do we have digital asset artifacts yet? Do we have things that people on the internet can fight for yet? Like an NFT? Like an NFT. Do you think we can... <laughs> you know what's so funny about us being in person a- now? I can see when your eyes go like, that was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there really is a visual language that we can perform to each other, huh? <laughs> so, I, I don't know. I'm just trying to throw things around because, like, I think this is a fun idea, but if it doesn't have stank, I'd rather just move on to something Yeah, else. I don't know if this has stank. Let's put a mm. pin in it and move on to our next game. Okay, okay. This comes from Lord Owen the Third, 16 days ago, a game where you're the last Uber Eats guy in a huge city and have to find better routes and different methods of dropping off food to different parts of town. Blake Raya, this isn't so much of a submission that I want to talk about and create a game for so much as this is a shout out I need to do. Blake, you were in my tiny itty bitty teeny tiny itty bitty weezy bitty genie weenie at a polka dot town yeah it's pretty nice it's minuscule yes yeah i've expressed to you that if you had nothing but a one wheel you could conquer this place corner to corner ride it all around 
Yes. We have how many fast food establishments in this place? Do I look like I counted? Four. Bro, I've been like, I've been, really, only four? Well, if you count Subway twice, five, but there's the Taco Bell. <laughs> there's the Taco Bell. There's the McDonald's. There's the Victoricas. There's the Subway. Uh-huh. And there's the second Subway. Does, does your does your McDonald's, I mean, sorry, does your Walmart have a McDonald's in it? No, the Walmart has a second Subway in it. A Walmart with a subway in it? Yeah, hey, you know what? We'll hit that on the way out of town here in like 20 minutes when I take you out of this place because you need to get back to LA stat. (laughs) Yeah, we're literally recording this right before I have to fly out. This is a shout out I need to give for my friend's sister's significant other who decided on a whim that he's going to operate DoorDash for this tiny podunk town. Blake Ray, there is one person that runs DoorDash in this tiny town and it is that person. Thank you. You'll never listen to this episode, but you're a real one how the fuck is there not doordash out here you've been around this town i can walk to what i need i mean i don't know but like i i feel like doordash just taps into a primal thing that us as people that a lot of people have is like just not wanting to fucking leave their couch you literally tried to fire up uber yesterday and found nothing how are you shocked there's no doordash i don't know i feel like people need food more than they need to get around right (laughs) like i feel like you're not gonna need uber if you could just call the food to you right i don't okay (laughs) anyway shouts out to that one guy that runs doordash thank you very much so so, okay no let's let's turn this into a fucking submission let's talk about it so so you are the one doordash you're the one doordash person in this town so that that already sets up stakes you're the one person that everybody relies on so if you go out of fucking commission you're donezo okay here's what it is yeah here's what it is this is a game this driving doordash racing game yeah will be will take influence from a single game. Mm-hmm. Tom Clancy's double... Tom Clancy's Splinter Cell Double Agent. I was not... Exp- well, all right, you got me. What's up? We understand that... I don't know this cat's name that runs the singular DoorDash in my tiny town, so we're going to call them DoorDash Dan. <laughs> now, DoorDash Dan has, a, has supply and demand, has cornered the market. Yeah. One small problem about DoorDash Dan... All of his money's going through a third party. Mm-hmm. The goal is to stay on DoorDash's good side enough that you get all the cool DoorDash points and money and recommendations. Uh-huh. The secondary goal, and maybe the more important goal, is to get your audience off of DoorDash and onto Dan's cool app. So you're saying he's doing this to... Oh, interesting. So he's... you're. Are you- He's the only guy out here. He doesn't uh-huh. need to be on DoorDash. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Cut capitalist out. So it's Dan's Dash. So are you saying this This is a game where... But I'm trying to understand, because like if you build your own company and your own delivery service, what is the... Why is it... Why do you care about pissing off dry, door, DoorDash? Because most people won't be ordering on Dan's app. You, they're gonna order on DoorDash. The great, the game of it is trying to get is trying to get people off of DoorDash and onto oh, Dan's cool app. Okay, so you're trying to, God, I was okay. You're onto something here. It just, need, it just, I think it just needs more. I think it yeah. needs more extreme. So, basically, the game starts out that way. You're just straight up working for DoorDash, mm-hmm. and then on the side, you have your own company that you can start being like. You can you leave like cards or something. So yes. like as you as you deliver to people, there's like a chance maybe the next time they call, they'll call through your personal service mm-hmm. rather than DoorDash. Mm-hmm. So there's like a percentage, of, you know, like in Far Cry where it's like shows how much to territory you control in an area. Yes. So I'm wondering if there's like this town basically. You see Houses will turn gone. blue when they're yeah. on Dan's. Yes, app. yes, yes. They will be red when they're on DoorDash. DoorDash fucking hates that. Yeah. DoorDash is gonna oh, they... send people out here to take <laughs> care. Yeah. DoorDash will. They want, they want, they're going to fucking corner the market on this little town. You're going to see a war erupt in St. Helens, Oregon, AJ. Over Dan's cool app and DoorDash. (laughs) Okay, so this, this is a video game that Uh does, the the core system is you are driving around, you are making deliveries, you are finding little passive ways to increase how much, this is Plague Inc. Mm -hmm. You are doing small upgrades to increase how likely people are to use your app instead of DoorDash. Mm -hmm. But the faster you grow, the more likely DoorDash. 
DoorDash is to send in their own drivers to steal yeah. more of your things. I was thinking they're here to bust your knees. I don't think this is like a... Oh, violence? <laughs> oh, violence? Oh, they're doing like pit maneuvers doing and fucking, stuff. They're like yeah. they're like racing you through the Why streets. Why fucking beat you in, in... It's capitalism, dude. Why would they beat you fairly? That's true. They have the money. Like, they, they have the money to hire a hitman is they, all I'm saying. They see you get an order for two soft tacos or two potato soft tacos yeah. from Taco Bell. Yeah. You go over there. You order it. DoorDash says, if we saw that order, chuckle fuck, they also get two, two Let potato pi- soft tacos. You've now raced to the delivery site. Let me pitch you on something, and this is just going to be really weird. What if this was a fucking rogue game where you are trying to get to 100%? Trying to, uh-huh. Your whole goal is to get 100%. But your character, over the course of that depending on what you do, can make more DoorDash hitmen come to the town. If your character dies or your car gets totaled or something, that's the end of that run. Okay. And then you spawn in as another person who has the idea of, oh, I want to do my own DoorDash. So, and then you rename the character. Yeah, this is a yeah. roguelike, like old school roguelike. Yes. Not roguelike what you and I enjoy yeah, playing. Roguelike, yeah. <laughs> as in you die, uh-huh. you fucking lost it's 18 it. hours worth of gameplay. There's no yep. gimmick to protect yourself. Yep, yep, yep. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. So, and then that way, it just basically, once you get to that 100%, then there you go. Like, then that's the end of the game. Mm-hmm. There, there is a there is a quantifiable ending to the game, which is something I feel I know I hate about roguelikes, is there, uh, sometimes there doesn't feel like a, like a quantifiable end, mm-hmm. or, or at least an end that is at all, like, doable without extensive amounts of time investment i am i've put down i've put down hades i put down hades too i you know i've been debating doing like the god mode thing just to get get credits but then i'd also be like man i'd feel bad i feel like i wouldn't earn it yeah well if i turned on god mode i would lose out on giving fun like sauce to all of my friends yeah you'd fun you miss out like flirting with uh meg haven't thought about meg in a while miss (laughs) miss that lady i also miss uh god i miss doza she's so adorable and fun um okay so I'm thinking, so what is, like, does each run present new problems? Then? New runs, it's a randomly generated map for the town. So uh, as you play the oh, game, cool you yourself are uh, learning shortcuts. Uh, There's no GPS in the game. You, know, you have to learn your own shortcuts. You, know, you have to learn your own jumps. You have to learn your own cool spots. You also learn where, like, the um, hazards are. But also hazards kind of change because I think that's just something that happens. But it is good mm. to know where hazards are. Yeah. are or have been right like yes. you do one or two deliveries pot, and you notice a pothole yeah there's like hey this is actually a dead end or something and you know what would be kind of cool just to like add some fucking just awfulness to this so there's no gps you have to actually you can't drive and look at the map at the same time so you have mm-hmm. to like either stop the car or you keep driving but look at the map so like the map covers your screen, but if you want to like, but you're still the car's still moving. So I'm, I'm, have, I'm trying to make this hard to play. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, yeah. I have one pres- presentation for some possible stank, although mm-hmm. I feel like it's just kind of cool and not particularly stinky. I mean, do you want to talk about it? We yeah, I to do. Out? So do you know how in Grand Theft Auto Five, it's it's LA. Yeah, Grand Theft Auto Five is LA to the point that like if you then go to the Getty. Like, you walk around the Getty and you're like, I've been here. I yeah. played Grand Theft Auto Five. Yeah. Can we do that with this game? Create well, it's the illusion. Your St. Helens. Not that it's St. Helens, but we propose that it's it's roguelike in that, like, every time mm. you, it's randomly generated roads. Mm. But if it's not randomly generated roads, it's just a Google it image. It is project. a road. It is an yeah. actual small town that exists in the world that you are going to memorize the layout mm. and town of. See, that's kind of cool because what you can do is, because Google, like, 3D Google Maps exist. Yeah. A f- I've actually... flight, flight Simulator is yeah. just a, like a full scan of our planet or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, totally. So, like, and I know there, there are some short films that have actually taken scans of their like street or town or whatever and then projected that into a 3d model that they could that shit could interact with Mm -hmm. um so i'm i'm guessing what you can do is it's the the scan the scan uh, um every time a a world loads in you just like fucking find it's a town underneath like how many people live here like under ten thousand, right under 10 easy so it's like it's always a town that's like under ten thousand. yes so like all of the locations of the shit that you're delivering is different obviously all the i, I think to add a little bit of complica- com- complication to it is different foods have different parameters to it like subway 
has a great cure. I mean, like cold Subway sandwiches, you don't you get a much longer delivery time because that shit don't get cold too fast. Mm-mm. Pizza, on the other hand, rotisserie chicken, that shit fucking goes cold fast. Rotisserie chicken's garbage by the time you get it anyway. <laughs> what are you talking about? They, well, I mean, they take it off the hot thing and then like it's cold immediately. You, but what, it, what? It's got a big hole in the center of it. It's gonna get cold fast. <laughs> That's just science, baby. Just science. I know that it sounds made up because I don't eat meat, but that's science. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. AJ, are you ready for the nug? Yes. All right, let's do nug that. me. Uh, I think it's I think it's our exercise survival horror game. I also think it's our exercise survival horror game. So we have it's been a grip since we've done a horror game. Yeah, a little bit. I'm again. We're all so powerful and meaty after our time with mm-hmm. um, fucking. Ring Fit Adventure and mm. our times with our modded Ring Fit Adventure Dark Souls mm-hmm. and our time with our modded Ring Fit Adventure Sekiro. God, I would love to play Sekiro in a Ring Fit. God, adventure. could you imagine just like swinging the Joy-Con like le- like that whole ring left and right and up ooh, and down? Ooh, doing the combos with it and then like anytime I would die so much. That ooh. would suck. <laughs> so, so here's the thing though. Mm-hmm. I think the thing I want to touch base on on with this game is I don't think fa- it can't be a slow paced horror game. Because no. it, that we are creating you're, an you're high from octane, sweaty, mm-hmm. messy. I want people to be a puddle afterwards. I want mm-hmm. them to finish a level and think to themselves, "Who's Slimer? The ghost I killed, or me?" <laughs> so, in a way, we're all Slimer if you think about it. Oh my fucking god! So, I'm wondering. You know, actually, just like a fun little touch on this game. I think you can do. The currency in this game isn't real money. It's just you get in school currency. You ever have those things before? Yeah. Where it's like, oh, yeah. You, where you get, they, they call them like school, school coupons or something. Scoupons. Scoupons. Please. You can't just, t- all right, whatever. So you get scoupons. I can't just what? Because I've done it twice this episode already. And I've and I've turned it down every single fucking time. Whatever. So. <laughs> so you take your scoupons. So you take your scoupons and you so basically you can only get scoupons by doing missions or by doing little activities or fucking run of the mill shit at your school. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like, Hey, library needs a little bit of organization. Guess what? Actually, no, it can't be stuff like that. Cause it has to be like energy intensive sort of shit. Needs like, to hey, be organized really fast. It needs to be organized really fast. So you're basically just like, <laughs> you gotta pick, you gotta squat the joy. You gotta squat, pick up the book and put raise it above your head, squeeze it to put it in the thing. Yeah. All right. And then you also have to do other stuff. Maybe there's some yard work or whatever. So we're like, I have yeah. an idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, a game like this, it's going to do really good. I love the idea of us taking like our own unique IP, you know, taking some inspirations from Blexorcist and Fire Emblem, Three Houses. Femblem. Femblem. <laughs> but might I propose, might I propose this idea? Yeah, what's up? Everybody loves a good crossover. Mm-hmm. You know what IP is really hot these days? Because it's getting two reboots within like three years. What? Ghostbusters. So you want to welcome do to Ghostbuster Academy. Ghostbuster, get juiced, get juiced, Ghostbuster. And this also lets us sell a new. Um... I know we're in person. You can't do hand things to me. You gotta like, you gotta communicate to the. Audience. I'm doing the. I'm pantomiming to you. You mean the, the pack like, peripheral? We the... can sell a new peripheral. Oh my god! And that peripheral will peripheral it's just a will weighted be vest. a weighted vest, <laughs> a weighted backpack, just... a backpack that you can put weights in, and the game will know oh how much god. weight you're putting oh in there. God, so that you can do. If you have oh a lot god. of weight in there, then that's how much gear you can take with you onto the phasmophobia adventure. Okay, so that that weight represents the gear and so that's like, and, also how we make oh, sure that our players are getting stronger and more powerful oh, because fuck. they're carrying in more gear oh, okay that's pretty rad that's pretty rad so it's like if the more stuff you carry i mean the more stuff you can carry the yeah. more stuff you can bring into well, the to game make, to make it simple make it simple because they have weighted belts so mm-hmm. like weighted belts that have little pouches on them that you put lead in okay so i'm wondering each piece of gear is represented by a piece of lead you put on that belt yes so, or that or like it then if it's like like you said we're carrying a tripod or you know doing some sort of uh if you have to bring the camera the tripod yeah, the... that stuff goes on your back yes or whatever and that could be like a weighted vest that has stuff on the so what we've, or the back what we've done now is you know people are always thinking to themselves well i want harder and more difficult raid content at the end well of course you can mm. get into the raid content but you're going to want a backpack and that's a second mm. peripheral that we sell on the side God, baby it's going to be so good and then it has like a little ghostbuster sticker or something mm-hmm. this, like for that ghostbuster. branding yeah that goes ghostbuster branding is the ghostbuster brand still alive it, i don't know we're i gonna, just we're gonna... told you it had a remake that flopped really hard like last year yeah. And it's about to get a remake that has some of the um, Stranger Things kids in it. Wait, what? Yeah, really? you don't know about new Ghostbusters? No. 
I'll be honest with you, and this might this might piss a couple people. Off. I didn't. I never liked Ghostbusters. How could you not like Ghostbusters? The, it, we're did. introduced to a hero right off the beginning. That's Bill Murray trying to fuck his students. Well, how could you not like Ghostbusters? <laughs> he says, "Check this out, students. I'm about to tase this guy. That do something for you." <laughs> yeah, I just man, I, Bill Murray's character in Ghostbusters is the, the fucking silliest ball, dude. Yeah. It's insane. Sigourney Weaver was cool though. I do gotta say, she's just a fucking she's possessed by a demon and just like on hanging out with her gargoyles on top. She was pretty cool. But everything else, I was like, hey, eh, eh, eh. Slimer's like, cool. I feel the same way about it. Like that, I do the Goonies. It's like okay, it was cool at the time, but now I'm looking at it, I'm like, this kind of sucks. It does have one of the best lines in cinema though. What is it? That's oh, a big Twinkie. <laughs> that is pretty good. Okay, okay, okay. Are okay. we on the same page, though? This should be a Ghostbusters See, I like game? that because then we can go into... Some of these can be, like, very scary sort of, like, exorcisms, while others are a lot more kooky. Yeah, and so, the kooky one... Man, you know Slimer's going to be tough to get. I'm sorry, there's literally, like, two ghosts that uh, I know from Ghostbusters, and it's uh, Slimer and the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man. I mean, there's... I'm, I mean, you're not... I mean, there's the library ghost that was fucking with things. There was the... The library ghost who's yep. fucking with it. Yeah, the library ghost, and then, and then of course the library ghost again, and then Slimer again. <laughs> I mean, didn't some of the which ghosts- really? I mean, that's kind of the phasmophobia rhythm, rhythm right? Like <laughs> it's the right. same like four things Just over and fucking over. Fucking four ghosts. Until yeah. people buy our cool weighted backpack and they put extra stuff in our backpack and they can take on two ghosts at once. That what? actually would be like a cool way to lose weight. I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind doing that. Just getting scared Again, shitless. Like I said, the, the problem with all these VR action games is there's just a cap and it's your own flesh and blood. <laughs> I want to. I want to wait. I want to wait. See, we're just gonna be all like Rock Lee by the end of it. Just fucking yoked legs. That's what I'm looking yoked for. Yoked legs, yoked hips. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so okay, 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 okay. All right. So, and you know what's going to be great about that? Our whole college, it's not like a, it's not like a prim proper, like, it's not like an anime school kid college. It's a jazzercise themed college. It's a jazzercise themed Ghostbuster school. Every teacher's dressed in like aerobics, like leotards, like that annoying, like loud, like turquoise and pink. Yes. You also have like Starcadians dance with the dead going on in the, not dance with the dead, dance or die thing going on. Half the school faculty is dressed up like a cool jazzercise thing with the leg warmers and the leotard. Yes. yes, Half of them are just like Ghostbusters and they have the shitty jumpsuit no <laughs> oh, okay no 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 is this is okay look at it this this way. is the new ghostbusters this is new ghostbusters this is cool ghostbusters okay so this is like they realize that their one their onesie like uh their onesie suits not cool to look at anymore okay nobody nobody looks at those suits and thinks like wow those guys hunt ghosts no you gotta show up aerodynamic leotards leg warmers because guess what everybody talks about having a chill down their spine mm-hmm. or some you know walking into a chilled area where ghosts are that's not that's a thing of the past with your tactical leg warmers tactical agent. leg warmers. tactical leg it's warmers it's got little agent. pockets huh yeah and then you also have the fucking sweet sweatband so none of the sweat gets on your hands mm-hmm. so you don't accidentally drop shit which is totally possible. Okay, Blake, we need a name. Um, How much of the Ghostbusters theme do you remember, and is there some sort of weight or workout joke in there? When there's something Busters. strange in your neighborhood, who gonna call Ghostbusters? Uh-huh. When you're feeling strange, and there's a chill... I don't know the Ghostbusters theme. All right, um... <laughs> so oh, wait, hey, I got it. Yeah, what's Ghostbusters up? dead weight. Go- Ghostbusters dead weight. Okay, okay, I could dig that. I could dig... Or would it be Ghostbusters University? Because this is a school element to it. Yeah, but that doesn't get that doesn't have like the workout vibes. You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. All right, Ghostbusters dead weight. Ghostbusters dead weight. All right, fuck yeah. That's, that's a it. game, baby. That's it. That's it. Hell yeah. You want to go to patch notes? Let's go to patch notes. I can hold your hand when we go to patch notes this time if All you'd right. like. We're, we're gonna say we're gonna, gonna say on to style. Hello, Hello, everybody, everybody. and welcome to Patch Notes. (laughs) Yeah, like, both you and I went for the intimate vibe. (laughs) We knew. (laughs) Uh, We're still doing our sweet little t-shirt drive. If you feel like buying a t-shirt or a sticker. Or a hat. Or a hat. And all that that, uh, profit will be going towards Able Gamers, a charity dedicated to helping out uh, disabled gamers get some sweet controllers or doing community meetups for them. So, if you're feeling kind and want to rep some sweet merch, check out our store linked in the description below. And that's going to be where we leave this show today. As always, our intro and outro is Cheap Shop by Anna Monaguchi, an excellent song from an excellent band for an excellent game. I've been your host, AJ Hart. And I have been your other host, Blake Rhea. This has been Spiritual Successor, and these are cool games that should not be made. <laughs>